Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Gen Podcast Episode 3. Today, in our episode, I am joined by Leo. Would you like to introduce yourself, Leo? Yeah, so my name is Leo. I'm an 18-year-old entrepreneur. I live in Scotland and I recently met up with these guys. Um, I was on... I was in Hamza's group and then one of them messaged me and told me that they have this network group called Next Gen in Edinburgh. So it was quite interesting because there's not many, you know, self-improvement's not a very big thing in Edinburgh in Scotland. So I was excited to join and I mean, I rate what you guys are doing. If you guys are watching this, definitely take a look at Next Gen. It's amazing. Yeah, definitely, man. And Leo, what do you currently do for work? Yeah, so currently I've got a electronics reselling business. So we just um, used electronics, you know, just buy them, sell them. It started off me, if we're going to go back to the very start, um, so it started off me buying things from like Alibaba, AliExpress and selling them on Facebook Marketplace. And then I started seeing loads of phones and I was like, maybe I could start reselling them. So I just started running around the streets reselling them. And then I got to the point about a couple months ago where I started hiring my first drivers and now I've got two drivers who goes around and picks them up I find them soon hiring a VA so EcoCell soon gonna be a household name yeah definitely man. yeah definitely yeah. looking forward to it and what age and like what was your journey like coming up from a previous background what was your story yeah so I mean this is quite a common UK story so I started off in school, wanted to be cool. So I started, you know, by the age of like 13, 14, started drinking, doing all these things, getting into this lifestyle. And then, you know, I'd done that for a solid two, three years. And then I just realized it was in 2021 in the Bitcoin, when Bitcoin was going up, I was like, I could make money on this. And that's when I started doing the Alibaba thing. I started putting the profits into Bitcoin. I made a good amount of money, but then I ended up losing it all because I thought that the last cycle was gonna be a lengthening cycle. I thought it was gonna be longer than the other ones, but then, you know, I put I went all in in November and we went down 95% and I lost it all. So, you know, and then, you know, you learn these things, it was a valuable lesson, but at the time I thought my entire life was over. So then I was like, okay, recalibrate. And this is when I got into the phones and it's been working ever since. So yeah, perfect. Definitely, bro. That's great to hear. And success at a young age, what do you feel puts you ahead of 99% of people your age? Yeah, just the fact that we are aware of how money works and we are aware of the system and we know that we don't want to go down this path. Like when you're in school and they're telling you, all right, you know, you are going to go to uni. It's not like you could go to uni, it's you are going to go to uni, you are gonna do this. Most people, you know, they don't have the capacity to think for themselves and say, maybe I don't wanna do this. Because the thing is, with this uni, with like all these, like going to uni, doing higher education, it most likely is gonna end up, if you don't take it into your own hands, if you don't start your own company, if you don't start your own thing with these credentials, if you just get a job with them, you know, the best case scenario, you're gonna make a hundred grand a year salary. And yeah, you could say a hundred grand a year is good, but then, you know, 40% tax leaves you with 60, the rest leaves you with 50. 
and 50 grand a year really isn't enough to do what you want to do especially when you spend about 10 years getting there 10 15 years getting there so this is another thing i think that you know the salary thing is it's more or less a scam they're kind of trying to make you believe that you make more than you actually do you know with businesses the tax isn't as bad and then we could also go into people talking about sales instead of profits but you know but going back to success at a young age it's just being aware being having the ability it's being perspicacious having the ability to perceive the world that you're in most people they don't they don't think about where they want to go what they want to do they just kind of go down the path that's being led for them by school you know school kind of gives you this path get good degree you know get good grades get a good degree go get a job you know die and then that wasn't the path that I always knew from young that wasn't the path I wanted to take you know from young I didn't you know teacher was like take your hoodie off do this do that I'd be like why why am I gonna why would I listen to you you know what I mean you have absolutely no authority over me whatsoever I, I don't respect you I don't you know any of that so you know from young I think that a lot of you know entrepreneurs and successful people from a young age you could kind of tell you could always you always had that that fire in you you always had that that drive you always had the ability to think outside of the box and think you know just do your own thing yeah definitely bro it's just in the uk man like everything is just it's so like assigned to you from birth you know you're gonna go to school and then you're gonna go to uni and then you're gonna get a job and then you're gonna work 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 for the rest of your life and that's it that's the harsh truth with everything in the uk man because you know once you start it, it's very, very hard to jump out the box. And I've seen there was like a, you must have seen it, it's like a study where there's like a bunch of fleas and they're in the box and they have the lid closed. And then once you open the lid, they, like none of them jump out. Because usually they jump higher, but once you like put, that, put them in that box, they cannot escape. And that's the harsh truth of the nine to five slave trap that most people always get into. And it's just about like determining it from a young age, especially because most people, they believe they have all the time in the world at a young age, don't they? And that is, I believe that's a very, very stupid opinion to have to think, oh, you know, I'm in my teenage years. Let's just waste it. Let's just waste it all going to parties, fucking around with my life and just genuinely being overall a piece of shit, wasting your life and not even living to your fullest potential. Because most people, they always get this so, so wrong at a young age. And it's like it's very like upsetting to see. And then when you are on that grind, when you are that type of person who is delaying gratification, you're not going to the parties anymore. You're not going out on the weekend. You're not going out drinking. You're not taking drugs. You're on that grind. You're going to the gym. You're working on your business. You're working on yourself. And most people, you, you'll get like criticized for that, which is honestly is mind blowing that people will criticize you for working on yourself. Absolutely. We've both been through this situation probably, just the whole criticism thing. That was actually, because I've wanted to do YouTube for a long time, but the only reason I didn't do it was because I was scared of the criticism when I was younger, because when you're in high school, you, you're you really susceptible to you know criticism. You're really, but you care a lot. Like, see now, like, we don't care. Like, we'll do what we think is best. But back then, it's like, oh, but what if this person tells this person? That's embarrassing, blah, blah, blah. But it's like you're never like as soon as you're out this place you're never going to see these people ever again that's the mindset that i hold like this person i'm never going to see them ever again especially like it, it could be with anything like even like cold approaching any of this stuff like you're never going to see this person ever again so like you don't you shouldn't care what they think about you and the thing is when you actually realize 
they weren't thinking about you in the first place. They don't, they don't care. They just want something to latch onto to take criticism because they have nothing special about themselves. So they enjoy talking about other people. And yeah, like as soon as you're out of high school, you're never going to see these people ever again. So don't care what they think. I mean, when I was in school, I cared so much what people thought. But as soon as I left, I realized like the you just get hit with reality. It's like all this gossiping, like no one cares anymore. People are in the real world and they're doing the real thing. So no one like as soon as you're out of school, none of this, none of this criticism even matters. Yeah, I, com- I, com- I completely get that, man. Because, you know, I, 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 speaking from previous experience, I was terrified. I was terrified of what people would think of me. Because it is, no, to be fair, it is a very, very, like, like, scary thing when, you know, everyone knows that, you know, you're this YouTuber. And, you know, some people, you know, they'll take it, like, they'll take it nice. They'll be, oh, keep going what you're doing. But then some, it's just when you, like, you're out with, or you're at, like, break time. And then everyone is there. And then someone just, like, cracks a joke and everyone's laughing. That can be, like, very, very, like, like upsetting to some people. But you just need to have the mentality. Analyze the situation. Realize... Am I going to be with these people in 10 years' time? Am I going to see any of their faces in five years? You're not. That's the whole point. So why are you really letting these people dictate what you're going to do with your life? If you feel you have a passion, why are you going to let someone you're not going to see in five years like, to dictate what you're going to do with your life? That's something that like, most people, they really get latched onto. Because I realized that you know, in Next Gen, one of the guys, he was saying, oh, I don't really want to start because I'm scared of what my people, but like what my people at school will say. And you just need to realize, I, I was like, bro, are you going to be around these people in five years' time? No, you're not. So why are you so scared of what they're going to say? If you're going to, if you're going to start it eventually, you got to start now because they're going to find out eventually. That's what I didn't realize. You know, I, I made my first YouTube video and I just left it. I left it just like that. And then it got to the new year. I was like, oh, I really want to start this up because... You know, I've, I've since like a young age, since I was like seven years old, I've been posting like YouTube videos and it, they, they weren't good videos. Like I would literally set up a camera and record my TV screen whilst playing like a game of Fortnite or something. And I just upload it on YouTube and get like six views, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed creating content. And you know, when I got, when I first started self-improvement, I thought I would love to share this with my friends. I'd love to share this with people, but it was just, I was just scared of what other people would think. I was scared of the criticism. And like, it can just get to you at some points when you know, people, like your close, close friends, they see your YouTube video, what are they going to say? It's just that, that like, thought in the back of your head. And it's can, it can come from you know, like social anxiety, not having the best mental health. But once you're like, mentally stoic and you do not react to any situation with like, erratical emotions, then you realize that, so what if they don't like it? So what? Because if they, the real people in your life, they will support you, no matter what. Even if you know what you're doing is like not the best, like you just made a shit video, they're still gonna be like, they're gonna like be constructive criticism. They're gonna be like, oh, you could have done this better, but <clears throat> well done for trying. And that's like one of the most important things to have in your life is people who will stick with you no matter what. And because the people at the school, they're not, they're not gonna like. So what, what your fucking friend said from two years ago in school? Because it doesn't matter. Mm, the thing is, though, there's a big difference between constructive criticism and just taking the piss. Like, there's a lot of people, like, they literally, like, they, like, completely don't want you to win. Like, there's people who, like, they'll give you criticism because they want you to be better. 
but then there's people who are like give you like it's not even criticism it's just it's just talking shit like it's just nothing good but the thing is though this criticism is like we do say it's bad but criticism can be really really good because if you use criticism as fuel if you are working and you know that people are like oh what are you doing you get all this criticism you're like all right fuck you watch this watch this watch what i'm going to do in the next couple of years if you use that as fuel then bro that's endless fuel you're going to just make exactly man it definitely it definitely it can't be used as fuel but it's really just how you use the situation do you use it as power or do you use it, use it as something holding you back mm, absolutely but the thing is it's just i think it's a big thing in the uk like just the hate culture in the uk everyone i think everyone in the uk is more than semi-depressed but no one understands it because they just mask it with alcohol and drugs and everything and then they latch onto you because they want something to to, they want like they want something to laugh at they want something to laugh at like that's all they want all anyone really wants is something to entertain them and that's the thing, like, when you get into the scene in the UK of, like, drinking drugs, you realise that none of these people are actually your friends. Like, you're all entertained by drink, you're all entertained by drugs, you're all entertained by music, but as soon as that all goes away, like, there's nothing. So that's why people like to hate on you in the UK, because they're just looking for that next piece of entertainment. And when they watch your video, like, ah, ha, ha. It's funny for them, but as soon as they, as soon as they put the video down, they've already forgot about you. They're on other next thing. So that's why, that's another reason why you just shouldn't care. Yeah, that's a very good point. Because realistically, when, say you were to go, the, go cold approach a girl in the street, you speak to her, you ask her her name, and she says no to you, bro, she's going to forget about you in literally 10 minutes because she's going to see like that notification from a hot boy on her phone and she, you're going to be out of her mind. Like, people over, like, people over, like, react to situations and think, oh my God, this is the end all be all. Realistically, most people are, they're like, their attention span is fucked. They don't remember anything. So that's like the same thing. Say you watch TikTok. Can you remember the previous five videos you watched? Bro, can you remember that? If you're, you're watching this right now, if you have watched TikTok today, name five things that you just watched. Name the last five videos. You can't. Because everyone's brain and their like memory is so shit because they're always like overloaded with information to the point where they can't even remember what the fuck they were doing. And that's the same thing like your social encounters. Say you were to accidentally trip in the street and everyone was to look at you and laugh. They're not going to remember it in literally two, three minutes. You, they're they're going to walk on and you're going to be out of their mind. That's, an, that's another thing. People, like, they just, they don't even perceive you're a person. They can't even, like, acknowledge you as a human being and they just forget in minutes. And that's, like, the only thing with, like, being hyper stimulated all the time you always keep forgetting about things
Yeah, definitely. It's just all about obsession. If you obsess about a certain thing for two years, how are you not going to succeed? How are you not going to succeed in that business if you spend two years analysing everything, every minute of your day you spend is thinking about that? Say you set a goal, you want to hit 10k per month. Give yourself, not even two years, give yourself a year. Obsess about it every day, do nothing else but obsess about it. You know, there's that new game out, who cares? People are going out to a party, who cares? You just got to obsess about a certain goal and you're bound to hit it. You're bound to hit it. It's just human psychology. When you obsess about something, you're going to succeed. Yeah, I get you, don't worry. Yeah. Let me crack on my drink. I don't want to interrupt you. For now, just with the constant entertainment. Because in the world, everyone is constantly stimulated. On TikTok, everyone's constantly stimulated. And it's just like a bunch of like, things that don't matter. Things that do not matter to your life. It doesn't Im if it doesn't impact your life, always look at things with an ROI. Is sitting scrolling on TikTok going to have you a good return on investment? No, it's not. So why are you on TikTok? Like, that's the thing that, you know, I'll be honest. I, I, I was, I've been really bad at that. I've been really bad. I go to post something on TikTok. I'll spend like 10 minutes just scrolling. I'll be like, shit. See, I go to find a, like a certain sound to put on an Instagram video. I'll, I'll try and attempt to find it because, you know, these fucking geeks in Silicon Valley, they've like hypered up and they're like, they know how to absolutely utilize every single micro thing in your brain just to keep you hooked. Because that extra second, they get paid. That extra little, that extra swipe you do, you, they get paid. So they've like mastered the skill of how to keep people and how to retain people on an app for a certain amount of time. And they realize what videos do well, what does well, what colors, what certain fonts, all this that like connects with your brain. And it's like, it's crazy to think that if you were to do something like to go into Instagram to like search up someone's name, you're more than like, the odd, like, 10%, you, you actually get it done. But because of, like, all this distraction, you're going to get, like, distracted. You're going di to get distracted on these social media apps. That's the same with, like, YouTube. Say I was to go into YouTube to search up a video. I, like, ugh, I instantly get put on my home feed, and it's got all these thumbnails, and something that might, might, like, attract me. I'm like, oh, Hamza's just done a new video, and it's talking about the uh, five ways to make money. Hmm, it's only, like, 20 minutes. I might watch that. And it's just like all of these things, like it can just easily distract you. That's why on my laptop, I have now installed like these shortcuts that like completely remove everything. It removes the thumbnail, removes the view count. Because even the view count, say you see something with 2 million views, you're going to watch it because everyone else is watching it. You're going to do, you're instinctively, you're going to do what everyone else is doing. So say you see that podcast or say you see that video that has like 2, 3 million views. You're instantly gonna like want, you're gonna be like intrigued. You're gonna wonder what it's about. And then you go on it, and then they've hooked you really well. And you know, it's constantly it's edited, it's all hyper paced. And it's just gonna hook you onto the app, and you're gonna be distracted like that. Yeah, I think it all comes down to putting you in your primal brain. 
like it all just comes down to making you irrational and primal because they know that the primal brain is the most controllable and the most irrational and the most emotional because let's say right like the primal brain the main thing that the primal brain is worried about is survival so the primal brain is looking for food sex and water so when you go and, and validation that's a big one actually as well so when you go on Instagram, all these things are going up, going about, going about, all these bright colours. And the thing is, back, you know, in the primal days, you know, the most of the things that were bright colours were berries, food. So when you see these bright colours, you're like, food, 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 your brain. Because you, you're, the thing is, right, our brains haven't developed like, for, like, it takes millions of years for brains to develop. So our brains are literally the same as our ancestors' brains. And that's what these, you know, people have done at these social media apps they've found a way to hack our brains and that's what these um that's what like junk food does as well it hacks your brain because it's a cal caloric dense food and your brain thinks oh i'm getting lots of food i'm going to be able to survive really long i'm going to be able to you know last a few more days but what you're actually doing is you just went to fucking tesco and bought a pack of five cookies and now you're sitting watching tiktok in your room so but you've hacked, you, your, your primal brain's been hacked because the reason why you don't feel like working after doing things like this is because your primal brain is like, okay, I've, everything's, I've, everything that I need to do, I've done. You know, I've got food, I've, I've jacked off, so you know, I've, I've reproduced, so there's absolutely nothing that I need to do yet. And that's why, that's why you don't get motivation because your brain thinks that you've got everything that you could possibly want. Because you've been like given that false perception of reality that you have nothing else to do. So what do you do? You get complacent. You you think, oh, you may as well watch that movie. You may as well go to sleep. You know, you've been putting off your work for two days, but you just jacked off. You just reproduced. Oh, you're fine. Bro, it's just like everything in the modern day is fucked. Like everything is just take what we used to strive for, give it in a cheap, instant gratification form. Makes people weak. Makes people lazy. Mm. And the thing is, yeah, um... So the thing is, right, we're going to talk about all these, you know, all these bad things, but, you know, you could do this all day. We need something practical. So the two things that you need to do is avoid and take advantage of. So you need to avoid bullshit foods, seed oils, refined sugars, all these things. And then you need to take advantage of the fact, the fact that everyone's on Instagram, the fact that everyone's on YouTube. Why don't you just become a creator then? Like instead of consuming just start creating yeah. and if you ever do consume consume with the intent of learning but to be honest that is quite a slippery rabbit hole because you could say oh this uh, this hamza video telling me how to get girls is educational so i would say you know go on youtube with intention go on these apps with intention and then create and then avoid and that's the only things that you need to do. Just don't get too caught up thinking about this stuff because the rabbit hole goes very, 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 very deep. So if, it, you know, I spent a whole, I wasted a whole year just thinking about all this stuff, getting worried, but then I was like, all right, I need to take this into my own hands. So now I'm working on my personal brand, I've avoided all this bullshit, and yeah, I mean, the personal brand should be up and running very soon, so. Yeah, bro, you'll be, you'll be top dog in the game very shortly, but you mentioned seed oils. Seed oils, most people, they don't even have a clue what it does. Most people don't have a clue what is in a majority of the food in the supermarkets. So, because you go to Tesco, 
you've got all these like stuff in plastic and it's just like it like is advertised to be good to you it's in a certain like font the wrapping is certainly done but you check the back like for example in Sainsbury's out, like outside my school they have these they have this like home baked section and there's like cookies pastries stuff like that and I pick I pick up a bag of cookies because it's in like a like a cardboard wrapper you know it's recyclable good for the environment pick it up read the back rapeseed oil sunflower oil palm oil all this shit that like is fucking so harmful for your body like most people don't even have a clue most people, you just brush it off with a little bit of seed oil. It's mm. not that bad. No, but they go like, seed? I thought seeds were natural. Seeds, is, that means it's good for you. But you know what the funny thing is? You're talking about junk food, but the funny thing is that they've actually managed to um, infiltrate healthy food with seed oils. Food that you'd, you'd see like, oh, like um, fried, like um, toasted corn. Like this is something my mom gets. She's like, oh, it's a nice healthy snack. Look on the back, filled with seed oils. And the thing about seed oils, right, I'm going to explain why seed oils are bad for you. Seed oils are bad for you because the way, that, so they press the seeds down, you get this oil, but the oil isn't, it can't be, it's not even oil yet, it's just like a, a paste. So they need to make it liquidized, they need to like make it, you know, able to use. So they put it through extensive industrial processing, you know, putting like a bunch of shit into it, hydrogenating it, you know, it's... And you end up, the end product is only like 40-30% seeds. The rest is just industrial chemicals. McDonald's literally use seed oils to power their fucking cars. Like their vans and their, you know, the, 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 the how they deliver all their stuff. They use seed oils to power their vans. Do you want to be putting that into your body? Would you put petrol into your body? No, bro. Bruv. I don't actually know that. Yeah, I know. All these places, all these places, McDonald's, KFC, uh, even restaurants. Restaurants, like, thing is, right, you'll go into this really nice restaurant and you'll, you know, you'll have the menu. You'll be like, which ones, uh, I'm actually allergic to seed oils, which ones don't have seed oils. They will literally tell you every single recipe has seed oils. And they they don't even tell you because the people that work there, they don't think it's a big deal because they haven't done their research and the company that really owns it, they don't give a shit about you. Yeah, bro, it's, it's disgusting, man. I didn't actually know that fact about the car, the, like, yeah, the, the fuel. To be fair, when you do look at it, you, you do realise it's an oil, so that could be used to power, like, a car. The only thing you should be cooking with is bar. You do not want to be cooking with the shit that is... Literally, some of the chemicals in some of this food could literally be transformed into concrete. You're eating stuff that isn't real, that it wasn't even a thing ten years ago. Why is obesity at an all-time high in the countries? Why is depression and mental health illness such a big thing in every single country? It's because of the food. Because of the food that the world is pumping out. Because it's really, it's so bad for you. Like, rapeseed oil. What's a rapeseed? Do you, know, do you even know what the food you're eating? Do you even know where it comes from? Because, like, once, you know, like, back... 50, 60 years ago, you know, you'd be getting your food from your local butcher that comes from a farm, 20 minute drive, you know, that's not that bad. But when you're getting stuff from Tesco, stuff that's been imported from all over the world, it's horrible for your body. It's literally a poison at this point because it tanks your testosterone, it tanks all your hormones and it's like, it can genuinely just be so bad for your health. That's why everyone, you know, next time you're at a beach or whatever, 
Look at the average man. Pretty much two out of three men, they'll have breasts. They'll have, like, they'll be fat. Because everyone's fat nowadays because of seed oils. Because everyone's testosterone is fucked. And we don't have the hormones in our body to stop the, us developing fat. So what happens? We eat the seed oils, we eat the junk food, we eat the processing stuff that is awful for our health. And then we get fat. Mm. Yeah, well, it all comes down to the fact that seed oils and all these processed things—they're profitable, they're cheap. Why would you feed the? Why would you feed the the useless eaters? You know, why would you feed them organic food? Why would you feed them that? We can just feed them uh, the GMO, the the processed foods, the seed oils. We'll just feed them that. It's cheaper. Uh, they don't care. They we'll just not tell them it's bad for them. Uh, they're they're too dumb to do their own research anyway. They're not going to do their own research. They'll just eat it. Some of them might die. They're useless anyway. You know, that's how the people at the top really think about us, by the way. Like, they do not give a shit about us. Mm, genuinely. No, genuinely, we're just a number on the board. We're just a statistic at this point. We're a percentage. Yeah. Because they have, they have no care for us. So they'll feed us stuff that costs pennies to make. And then they'll sell it and make profit. Mm. That's how pretty much every food industry makes profit. Mm. Like, if you currently are eating, like, a McDonald's, think about it. You say you're having a burger and fries. Where's this burger came from? What what is this burger made of? Because when you like research, it's made up of like sixty different ingredients, and like ninety percent of the ingredients is chemicals that would not have been used to make food. Like literally, not even like twenty, thirty years ago. Mm, yeah, it mostly just comes down to the fact. That this is how I eat. So I eat. I just think, what would my ancestors eat? What would my cavemen ancestors eat? And the answer to that is. Fruit, vegetables, nuts and seeds, meat. That's literally it. Literally it. And then the water, glass bottle, no fluoride, Highland Spring, glass bottles, that's the one I get. Um, so like just those five, literally anything that's not that, bro, I'm just not going to eat it. Like, yeah. Why would I? Most people, they don't even know that fluoride is so bad for you. We've been fed a false perception reality that like, Fluoride, oh, it's good for your teeth. Mm. It's good for your teeth, bro. It makes your teeth white. Have some fluoride. Yeah, so fluoride is is very interesting because, you know, when you go to the dentist or something, you know, I'll tell them I'm not using fluoride toothpaste. And they'll be like, that's really bad. Why are you doing that? And I would tell them, like, you do know, like, and I'd list all the negative health effects. And they would say, that's not true, that's a conspiracy theory. I was like, literally look it up right now. But then obviously if you look up on Google, it's, it, you know, it, the, because obviously Google, you know, they're part of the club, they, they show you what they want to show you. This was evident throughout every crisis. You know, if you look up the crisis, it's gonna show you what it wants to show you. Like in COVID, this many people dead, this many cases, COVID's really dangerous, hide, 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 get the vaccine, get the vaccine. There was, like, anyone that said anything opposing it, they, would just, they just wouldn't show up on the search results. And no one goes on the, like, who even goes to page two of Google? No one. Like, people just, the first five things, they read that and they take it as fact. And then also what's, you know, fed on the news, which is a whole different rabbit hole. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the thing. Fluoride, it does many, many things that are bad for your health. You know, um, it's highly linked to cancer. Funny enough... Cancer wasn't even like a thing like 50 years ago. Like obviously it was a thing, but like you know, like 1% of people, like not even 1% of people, like 0.1% of people got cancer. 
50% of people these days have or are going to get cancer. That's a study that they've done. Because um, my mum's friend's daughter done a study on this and the thing that is linked to cancer is these GMOs. You're not, it's not even food. GMOs, it's a genetically modified organism. They take the DNA and modify it and then make it in a lab. It's not food. And you're eating it. So what, what do you think is going to happen to your body when you eat this? Your, your genes are going to be all fucked up. Your DNA is going to be fucked up. Your hormones are going to be fucked up. You're going to be confused. You're going to have a foggy head. You're not going to know what you want out of life. And that's exactly what they want. That's exactly how you get a perfect slave. Yeah. How you get a perfect worker. You feed them garbage food so they can't think. Then you employ them in some job. You tell them, you like forcefully tell them what they can and can't know. So, you know, you go on Google, you try and search up this stuff, you'll find nothing. You'll, the only times you'll find stuff that's like research and like is proper truth is on things like podcasts, like maybe the dark side of Twitter, yeah. maybe maybe on an Instagram feed, like someone like Carnivore Aurelius, he's he's got a really good page. Like he's a really good biohacker. And like sometimes you when you realise this stuff, you just realise everything you've been fed is a lie. Absolutely everything is a lie. And that's just the unfortunate thing. Because you know, give me like a year ago, I didn't even know what seed oils were. I didn't know what they do. I didn't know fluoride was bad for you. I didn't know what fluoride did. I didn't know that tap water is contaminated with heavy metals, like girl hormones. Is literally like from the pill. It gets into the water system. No matter how much you filter it, it's still going to have the hormone in it because it cannot be unfiltered. So you, you know you're drinking the tap water. You told that you know it's good for you. It's free, so you may as well drink it. Yeah, bro. And Scotland has you know good tap water. Nowhere has good tap water, bro. Tap water is literally sewage water, toilet water that has been filtered a million times over and over again. If you drink tap water, you're drinking a million different people's shit and you're drinking a million different people's periods. That's got a bunch of estrogen in it. That'll destroy your testosterone. People puking at the toilets and then it gets filtered and you drink it. Bro, don't drink tap water. You're literally... You're exactly you're drinking sewage water that's been filtered a million times over and over and over and over again, and then you're just gonna um, piss it back out and then just flush it, and then it'll get put back into the system, and then it'll, someone else will drink that, and then they'll do that, and it'll go back to you, bro. It's it's fucked. Like just drink spring water. It's not actually that expensive. If you get crates of spring water ordered, you get a subscription. They get ordered, you know, every you get a twelve pack, have three, four a day. You know, just get them ordered every three or four days. Oh, I'm telling you, it'll, ch it'll change your life. But the thing is about, you said about how like a year ago you didn't know this thing, you learned everything was a lie. Bro, when you are going through this awakening process, bro, the whole world just crumbles before your eyes. You're just like, everything I know is wrong. Like, it's actually hard to cope with it because everything you ever thought was wrong. Like, do you understand how... how baffling that is and the thing is about that is you can only go through that process if your ego is willing to accept that the things that you thought was right were wrong a lot of people they'll be like oh no that's not true because their egos are too large for them to accept that they've been wrong all this time you need to you know like you need to understand that like i'm just going to put my ego aside maybe everything i thought was right is actually wrong 
I'm willing to accept that. I'm willing to learn. A lot of people would be like, no, you you trying to call me wrong? You trying to call me wrong? Nah, just bro, put the ego aside and, you know, just start learning all these things. You're going to find out that pretty much 90% of things that you thought was right were wrong. And you got also, you got also think, where are these beliefs? Where did these beliefs come from? They came from other people who have no clue. I think Luke Belmar said this, most people are following followers. Like you're following a follower and this follower has been, f so this follower is, was following a follower and then now you're following them. So they're like the 10th descendant of followers. They've not had a leader in years. So now you're just following them. They have no clue either. So you got to understand that that's where the beliefs were put into you by people who also have no clue. So you need to start looking into people who do have a clue, looking at studies, looking at all these things, and you'll find out everything you've been taught is wrong. Yeah, bro, definitely, man. Like, eh, pretty much everything. If you go deep enough in the rabbit hole, you, you start to realise all these lies that you've been fed, like, especially from a young age, because under the age of seven, I've, I've seen a study, if you're under the age of seven, that's the time when you're most impressionable. That's the time when your beliefs are fully engraved into your mind. So depending on what you've been fed from the early stages of your life will dictate what the trajectory of the rest of your life was, will be like. You know, obviously there is time and there is like the ability to like undo them beliefs and like reframe your mind, but it's very, very hard, especially in the modern day, you know, with you can't even think anymore because you're drink, you've drank so much heavy metal and fluoride to the point where your brain, you can't even think about what you're trying to do in life. To the point where you're just such an easy consumer and that's what they want you to be they want you to be a slave and a consumer so they can profit and at the same time not have any like rebellion not have people you know break out to not be a consumer it's so they can live life at the top very like very comfortably mm. yeah the thing is though these people even though we're talking about profit they don't care about money they care about control that's the thing and when you feed these people these, um, you know, they have foggy heads, that's perfect because then they're going to be like, I can't think, so I might as well scroll on TikTok because it's easier to do. That brings them further down the hole of, you know, foggy head. And then they get off it and they're like, I don't know what to do now. And they're just lost. Yeah, they're lost. Just lo um, yeah, it's a shame. Like, you, you probably, people, if, you, if you're watching this, you will realise that once you've came off TikTok, you'll realise that your mind is fucked. Like you cannot think, and you you like once you hop off this like instant gratification. Once you release yourself from the entertainment and stimulation in your brain, you'll have millions of thoughts hit you at once because you've been numbing your brain for the past like 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes, and all these thoughts hit you, and you just—it's the easiest option to go back on the app, so just to silence them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people talk about shower thoughts. Do you want to know why shower thoughts exist? Because that's the only time that people aren't on their phones. When you don't go on your phone, these natural ideas and things that you want to do in your life, they'll come up because that's what it's meant to be like. And then when, like, th that's why people say shower thoughts, oh, I had this really good thought in the shower, the shower thoughts, is because that's the only 20 minutes that you spent in the entire day not on your phone, the entire day not numbing your mind. Yeah, definitely, man. I completely get that. And that's like, most people, you know, they'll put on their TikTok thing, I just had the craziest shower thought, oh, blah, blah, blah. And it's, just, it's, it's at like nighttime as well, when you're like, you know, you turn off your phone and you're in your bed. You cannot sleep because you've been stimulating your brain so much. That's like one of the worst things you can do before bed. Go on social media because then once you turn it off, you'll have a million thoughts and you won't be able to sleep. 
Mm. But then I know a lot of, um, I used to do this when I was, you know, before I was aware of this stuff. Yeah. I would fall asleep to a video. You know what I mean? Like, I would, like, I would be, I would be too, like, it's really interesting because it's, it's, it's almost uncomfortable to think for yourself. So I was like, I don't want to just sit and think tonight, so I'm just going to go to bed watching a stream, an Aiden Ross stream, I'll go to bed watching that, and then you wake up, you know, feeling like shit at night, because you're uh, in the next morning, because the thing about, and you talked about this, the zero, like, under the age of seven years old, you're highly impressionable, that comes from, your brain has multiple different ways that it can operate in, and one of them is theta, like the theta state, and this is the dream state, this is the state that you're going through when you're trying to process information, and Kind of gather everything and you get this at night and you also have it zero to seven so if they can program you zero to seven to sit down you know don't talk if you want to ask something you have to ask the authority figure if you want to go to the toilet you have to ask the authority figure don't talk to your friends work by yourself don't do any teamwork boy they can get you to do that zero to seven you're going to do that for the rest of your life yeah. definitely and that's when you like i tell my parents Oh, when I have children, I'm not going to send them to school. I'm, I'm not going to send them anywhere. I'm not going to send them to any of these conditioning places that condition you to be, you know, to follow, do what you're told, to abide by the rules, not think for yourself. You can't, that's another thing. You're like tested by yourself. You're not allowed to cheat. You're not allowed to speak to people. You're not allowed to use humans' best capability, and that's to communicate. That's to network. And they silence that because they know... When people gather together, that's how rebellions happen. Because people gather at once, and that's when people are most strong. Because they come together and unite as a group. And that's because, like in school, they just condition you, to, you know, to be think for yourself. Don't don't um don't work with people. When that, as humans, we work best with people. That's how people like control the world because they're all linked together. Yeah, like everything that all the advancements that we have made as humans have come from working together and communicating. Well, humans would be useless if we couldn't communicate. And yeah, they just, you know, they don't want us to, you know, work together because when we work together, that's, as you said, revolution start. And especially the thing about social media, you know, silencing people. If you silence, you know, if you, let's say, uh, for an example, like COVID, right? If you silence all the people that that you know go against COVID, then you are not allowing the majority of the people to be aware of that information, and then they won't be able to communicate and say maybe you know this doesn't make much sense. You're not letting them do that, so you know you're not letting them communicate because when they communicate, they start all chipping in ideas together and being like, wait, 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 wait. I need to hide in my house from a disease with 99% survival rate. I need to get tested to know if I even have it. And I need to get the vaccine, which isn't even the same as any other vaccine because it's a completely new gene therapy mRNA technology. And also, why does it say on the news that the deaths are only if you tested positive for COVID in the last 31 days, even if you didn't die from COVID, if you tested positive for COVID in the last 31 days, you're going to get put as positive. If you get COVID a month before and then a month later, you get hit by a car, you're just going to get put down as a COVID death. 
People literally, some guy died in a shark attack. They found his arm. It had, it had COVID on the arm and they fucking classed it as a COVID death. I know someone who um, their grand died of cancer mm. and it got put in as a COVID death. Like, the thing, yeah. And then also, you know, we're going to talk about, we could talk about the tests, how the tests are highly rigged. But I think you want to be a little bit more PG on the yeah. podcast. So, um, yeah, I mean, do your own research, boys. I'm not going to get too much into it, but you know, things like this, it's like they don't, they, they, they silence the opposing argument. I think if they let enough people speak about this, then there would have been a revolution. There would have been people standing up. And there actually was in London, there was a huge, huge meetup. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people all met up in London to, you know, protest against the lockdowns. They didn't even show it on the news. They did show it on the news, right? But they showed, so the street was like this, right? There was like people like from here, like, you, as far as I could see they didn't put the camera facing this way they put the camera facing this way where there was like not a lot of people so it looked like look there's only a couple hundred people here idiots like they didn't turn it around and be like oh shit there's a lot of people that don't agree with this and then people would have seen that and be like alright that many people don't agree with it maybe I should start you know speaking to them and looking into it but you know they want to silence the you know every other side you know instagram fact check if you've ever seen those um a good way to know if something is true and they want to well the thing is quite a lot of some sometimes it's not true but if you see something and it says fact check by instagram look look at it and do your own research and then 50 percent of the time it's true and they just but they also i think this is the thing about like conspiracy theories and thinking for yourself a lot of people are just nuts like a lot of people are just like just talk about things that don't matter you know like mm-hmm. I think personally flat earth doesn't matter because okay the earth is flat what are we going to do about that what's what's the next steps what's the conclusion from it okay the earth is flat like it doesn't even make any difference whatsoever to my life so I don't think that that you know like things like that is really like if you're like that would get fact-checked, but I don't think that you should be worried about that. I think you should be worried about the things that literally directly correlate to your life, like lockdowns, food, um, job, you know, money. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. most of the time, these people, they spend so much time like obsessing over these little conspiracy theories. Oh, um, Mars isn't real, the moon's in the sky and it's not real, it's a projection. Bro, if it doesn't impact your life, if it doesn't have, again, ROI, if it doesn't like have a return on investment of even using like a space in your brain to think about why are you obsessing over it why are you wasting all this time just going over these things that are irrelevant they're irrelevant to your life and that's what most people they get so carried away and they just get that's another form of distraction conspiracy theories you know researching out this stuff things like chemtrails in the sky and all this stuff all these like conspiracy theories why are you like spending so much time obsessing over this focus on the important things look focus about getting rich focus about saving your family focus about retiring your family focus about important purposeful fulfilling things and then once you're in a state of freedom then you can obsess about if that's what gets you going then you can obsess about these things and you'll realize that it doesn't even matter majority of these things don't have any impact impact in your life Mm, like yeah like what the 
the US government done 10 years ago in this certain place, 9-11 and all that. I think that at where I am, right, I live in Scotland, like what the US government does is not very, you know, it doesn't very, a lot of the things that they do are impactful because they try and make it, you know, worldwide what they do, but there's a lot of things like 9-11 that doesn't impact my life whatsoever. Um, so yeah, the, the thing is, right, just think about, all right, I'm aware of all this stuff. I'm aware that everything is wrong. I'm aware that, you know, the people at the top are trying to hurt us. They don't care about us. And now you're going to be like, all right, what do I do about this? So what you want to do about this is you need to get rich. That's legit. So the thing that I thought for a while is why would I get rich? Because all I'm doing is accumulating their money. I'm playing their game because they print the money and I'm trying to make money. So am I not just feeding into their game? No. What you need to do is acquire resources because resources give you the three things that matter are time freedom, location freedom, and financial freedom. Absolutely. So you need to be able to do what you want, when you want, and whoever you, with whoever you want. You need to have a strong network as well. So you need to think, okay, how am I going to make money? So what I would personally do to start off is this is what I done. So I was like, okay, I've got a little bit of experience selling things on marketplace. This could be a thing reselling. So I got a notebook. I wrote down all the potential businesses: drop shipping, agency, um, you know, just normal e-com, print on demand, Etsy. That's what you're doing right now, right? And then reselling. You know, I just got a list of them, right? I was like, okay, I'm gonna pick one, and I'm gonna go all in on that for a year, and I'm not gonna stop for that entire year because this is the thing that a lot of people do right this is this ties into analysis paralysis which is what everyone has at the start you're like what should i do maybe agency is the best like iman gadzi said agency is the best but then other people are saying drop shipping's the best oh i don't know what to do i'll try this and then they don't go full in on either of them they kind of have you ever read essentialism it's a book where you know they just explain that you need to just focus because there's a there's a good analogy for it, there's a good photo for it. It's like a circle with a bunch of little arrows and it's a circle with a big arrow going all the way to the goal. If you spread your energy all around, if you, your energy is going nowhere. If you, if you lock onto your target and just direct everything you have onto that target, then you're gonna hit it eventually. Within the first year, absolutely. If you just, if you don't, you're gonna doubt yourself throughout it, but just be like, all right, I'm gonna doubt myself, yeah, it's only a year, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna work and after this year, I'm gonna look back at what I've done, and I'm gonna be proud because you're gonna have you're gonna have that momentum built up. And the thing is, the hardest part is starting. The hardest part is building that momentum. Like the hardest part for me was running around, like buying the phones and selling the phones myself. That took so long. It was so time consuming, and everything. And I so many times I wanted to quit. So many times I lost money. But now that I have outsourced, I've got employees. You know, it's all good. Um, the, the momentum's there and I don't see any stopping now because the momentum is there. I've pushed the the carousel, I've pushed it myself and now it's starting to spin by itself. It's got the momentum to spin by itself and all I can do now is just let it continue going faster. I'll push it sometimes but you know I don't have to heave it on. Yeah, um, yeah the Definitely man. Because everyone like they have shiny object syndrome. They you know okay <laughs> I want to start an agency. And then they get to the point where they've, you know, they've set up their name, what they're going to be, what their service is going to be. And then they're on TikTok one day and they see 
someone with all these stats on the e-com store, but it's not actual proper stats, it's sales. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, if that's better, I'll just swap over there. And they'll repeat that cycle and repeat, 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 to the point where they're making no progress in anything you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's, but it's very hard to like condition that out of your mind because you know, as human beings, we want to be doing the best thing ever. And the best thing you could actually be doing is going all in on one subject, going all in on one business, and dedicating pretty much every hour of your day into that cause. Because if you do do that, you're gonna become successful. Mm, mm. And then you're gonna, you're gonna obtain the freedom that, that you're looking for. I mean, that's the thing, like, see when you're getting rich, if you're you know, starting a business, don't make the goal flashy cars, watches. That's not good enough motivation for me at least. I'm not a very materialistic person, but um, the, the, you know, the goal for me is being able to be healthy. I can buy organic food. I can do this. I can move somewhere. Because you know, fun fact, right? You said you wanted to homeschool your kids. You can't homeschool kids in uh, Scotland. It's, they don't let it happen. Yeah. So you're going to need to move to Ireland or England or Wales or out the UK in general. I mean, we've already discussed we're, we're leaving the UK as soon as possible. We're going to go to... I think that what we're going to do is we're going to go to Thailand, but I really want to set up base in Dubai because the 0% tax is amazing for me because I get absolutely hammered with tax. So when I buy and sell phones, I get taxed 20% of the profit on each phone. And then at the end of the year, I get taxed on all the profit I made throughout the year after that. And then I get taxed if I want to, you know, if I want to give myself a little bit of money to have, I get taxed on that. So I get taxed three times. I want to move to Dubai because that'll just completely, you know, like, that'll just completely mitigate that. And then also the reason that I didn't move to Dubai sooner was because I was just setting up, I had to get the phones myself. But now that I've got people who get the phones for me, I would be able to, I would be able to do that. Yes. And you just got to outsource. As soon as you've outsourced, so you got to, like I said, I've, I've got the momentum now, and now I have the ability to outsource and the ability to move to Dubai. I'm not 100% sure about the homeschooling laws in Dubai, but I don't think I would want to raise my kid in Dubai. I would want to raise my kid somewhere nature-like, in a yeah. farm or something. I still have to come to my own conclusions as what I'm going to do with my money, as with my son and my daughter, or, you know, whatever I have. If I have a daughter, I think that I'm gonna let her have an easy life. I don't want her working a job she doesn't like. If she if she loves the job, then absolutely. But my son, I think that he's gonna have to, you know, make it all himself because everyone that I've met who's had money inherited, they're just they don't have a grip of reality and they're entitled. And it's actually quite easy to lose it all at that point. There's a lot of people who started off rich and then, like you know, they didn't work for it. And since they didn't work for it. They don't care about it. Like if you've made millions, you're still going to be like, all right, maybe I don't want to spend this money because I worked so hard for it. But if you didn't even work for the money, you're like, it's just numbers. Like I don't get, my dad just put it in my trust fund account. You know what I mean? Like I don't care. Definitely, man. Because especially, this is really prone to men. Once you have everything handed to you, you don't have to go through that hard time. You don't have to go through that discipline that shapes you as a character. And then once you have everything handed to you, you just splash it on some bullshit thing that you just rinse your money. Because as a man, it's very, very important to go through that hard time, to go through that trial and tribulation of coming from nothing. And definitely, yeah, not raising your kids in the city. 
cities are can be really 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 bad for your children especially especially like if you have like a daughter she's going to be like exposed to all these things that is just a distraction especially to your son as well because say you raise someone like in the forest in like some like country like italy i think that's a very very good place to start because in italy the food is great it's not processed with bugs seed oils it's not processed with any of this stuff and also it's beautiful landscape beautiful weather and there's not all this like harmful environment things there's not 5g signals you know disrupting your brain and i just feel it's very very like beneficial to raise maybe not for all their life obviously you know they're gonna have to like face the real world but especially for the first 10 15 years of their life keep them away from that side of things Mm, yeah because you want you want your yeah just mostly it's zero to seven you don't want your kids sitting in a classroom you want them to be outside you need you need you need kids to be in nature you need kids to be understand how the world works you need to teach them how to think you don't teach them what to think you teach them how to think Mm, and you want to have them in the nature because like let's say in school right you're in a classroom some like stuffy classroom and then as a treat you can go outside for break 20 minutes you can go outside oh nice guys bruv 20 minutes you get that as a treat that should be the the basis being outside and this is the thing right a lot of like there's this new term that's been coined that we are the indoor generation apparently we spend like i would agree with this we spend 80 percent of our lives indoors and that's the thing like if you do that, your your intuition, you're you're not gonna be connected to, to the world. When you're connected to the when you're like this might sound a bit hippy dippy, but when you're connected to the world, when you're connected to, to, to nature, your intuition is strong. You have very strong intuition. You're able to it's almost like God is speaking to you. And I know a lot of people don't believe in that stuff, but I think it's very powerful to believe in that stuff. Um, intuition is definitely right there's been so many times that I've done something based on intuition and it's gone completely right and any other thing it would have been wrong intuition and there's different times that like it's like your gut feeling tells you like something's wrong and that something actually ended up being wrong intuition is very important especially with business when you need to make these rapid fire decisions um, that's the thing Like these, these CEOs they get paid to use their intuition they get paid to think and that's the stage that you want to get to. You don't want to be at the point where you get paid to run around and trade your time for money. You want to get paid to use, because your brain is valuable, you get paid to use your brain. That's what all these CEOs get paid for. And then they just get all the dumb, you know, the dumb people to just do the job. Like, let's say, like, like if, if, if a company wants to build um, a block of flats, the, the smart person will, like, the, the CEO will be at the top if anything goes wrong they'll ask him and he'll make the decision and say what we should do next you have the engineer and the um, architect to create the building and then you have the builders just to fucking lay the bricks down like they don't care about like they'll just use the, the peons to, to build yeah yeah definitely man because like your brain believe it or not is one of the smartest thing on the planet a human brain is genuinely the exact same as a supercomputer Obviously, you know, with AI, all these things, eventually, we're, like, we're being outsmarted. But, realistically, humans, human beings are the smartest, the smartest living being on the planet. 
our brains, we have the capacity to analyzing, to create, to explore. And that's like a very, very good principle that humans would always have. We'd always be out, we'd always be exploring, especially as a man. It's beautiful to explore, and that's like what people can receive fulfillment from. Say, you know, you live in a city. Say you've never been down that street, go, just go that extra long, say you're going on a walk, and you see that street you've never been down, just go down it, explore, because you should view like life as like, you know, GTA, you'd have the map and everything's like blacked out, and you know, you explore like a new part of the you know, Los Santos, and it'd be like, it'd be fun to like explore these new things, you see a new building you've over there, seeing people you've never seen, that can be very fun as a human being, and can be very like meaningful to like explore the planet, but since everyone is now locked in a box, you know, locked down, you can't go outside, you can't, you can't do these things that as human beings we'd always do, it can just be very like stripping, like it can really strip your purpose away as a human. As a human. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. And then also, like, people... I think the main thing is just everyone's primal desires are fulfilled in the modern world, so they have no reason to do these things. They have no reason. Why, why would I explore? I can just fucking explore TikTok. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can explore... I can explore... Exactly like you said, GTA. I can just explore that. Why would I explore, like, my city? My city's crap. Like, my town's, like... There's nothing in it, so I'm... I'm just going to explore that. I'm going to explore Instagram. You know what I mean? It's just like... The, the, the primal desires are always there it just depends where you direct them to so you could either you could either spend your energy you know your, your, your sexual energy you could either spend that going out and meeting girls, getting a girlfriend you know all these things or you can spend it watching porn like fucking spilling your seed into a fucking tissue that's the biggest waste ever I think I think that um, porn is one of the biggest It's I think it's I think it's on par with Instagram and, and, and TikTok and stuff in the how it harms people because that's one thing like as a man your sexual energy is the most powerful energy of all that's why everyone talks about nofap and semen retention is because that energy bro when you have the desire to truly truly chase a woman you are relentless if you can direct that into your work bro you're gonna be fucking killing it this is what all these billionaires do all these billionaires practice semen retention all these billionaires practice all these things because you know it's, it's, it's the most valuable energy of all and when you have this energy there's no stopping you there's no stopping you whatsoever it's your desire as a man to reproduce that's that's a man's purpose to have children to reproduce on the planet and have children but when in the modern day when you're just fed you know porn you can just fap off and you just get that f fulfillment but in a cheap instant gratification thing and you don't have to work for it you don't have to you know learn game you don't have to text women you don't have to meet the women and it's just it's just cheap pleasure realistically and it's a, also a very good way to keep people distracted because it can be very very addictive to constantly have that feeling daily not even daily like literally every hour and be very very damaging to a person's soul as well and to a person's ma mental health because you're not meant to have like constant like stimulation and it's just like you just f fuck people fuck people up yeah it degrades people that's what they want they want to degrade people because when people are degraded you know their 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 baseline morality is compromised and when people have no morality then they'll like 
this is also why they're trying to attack religion is because morality is a base core of religion you know having morals being like i won't do this i won't do this i won't do this if you degrade people if you degrade their soul if you let someone like sit in their like box wanking like they're not going to think very highly of themselves and then they're not going to have any morals they're not going to have any values as a person and then when you do that bro it's very very easy to they're, they're, they're a perfect slave you can you can tell them to do whatever they want to do because number one they don't have confidence in themselves and they have no morality so they can do yeah bro definitely and that's just having that like being locked in that block, box and that's also why like testosterone's at all time all time low in this current modern day because with you know all the food but also just because we have no drive anymore we have no purpose and we're just utilizing all this energy we could have as a man into useless meaningless stuff like watching porn playing video games because as a man you know we have the desire to be with brothers to speak with friends to achieve things to explore and what does that do you if you have that meaning people literally monetize that make you buy a game that gives you that like stimulation in your brain that makes you feel like you're doing this but you're not you're doing it in the cheap easy way by playing a video game and that's why if you do play video games you know people be oh one hour a day it's not just like the time that you're wasting it's like the energy you have as a person you're just putting it into something that's so meaningless Mm. yeah i mean the the effects drag on like let's say you're like oh like this applies to pretty much anything else like instagram like i'm going to scroll instagram for 15 minutes bro for the next hour you're going to be dysfunctional as a human you're not going to be able to think even after that you'll be oh it's only 15 minutes but you need to think of the after effect like seeing like science like the Mm half-life the like the the effects are still there like you come off for 50 minutes but for 45 minutes after that you've got a foggy head and now you can't think for an hour video games you've just spent an hour but you also poured your purpose into it your male energy into it and now you've got none left so after this hour you're just gonna laze about doing more dumb things yeah bro definitely like time time is money time is one of the most valuable assets you have in the world if you're spending your time doing meaningless stuff you're going to be in a pretty bad situation in your life and that's why depression and all these mental health disorders they're coming out more frequently and like suicide people are just ending their lives because all these like high-tech companies have just pulled out your meaning in life and just poured it into something meaningless and once you realize that once you have the brain capacity people just like you know they just build up the perception that you know they're depressed and realistically if you are depressed what does that mean it means that your situation in life is very very poor it means that you are not at the position in life where you want to be it means that there's something wrong it's your body's primal instinct to tell you there's something wrong in your life it's literally your body telling you you need to stop doing these things and people they don't realize that they just take some pill that numbs the feeling and if you are feeling depressed have a meaning in life do something that's going to fulfill you because if you journal, meditate, you know, work on your business, socialize with family, friends, have a, just a general purpose in life, eat clean, you know, go to the gym, exercise, you're going to realize that it was all in your head. 
you're going to realize once, you know, month, two months, three months, four months, after you consistently improving yourself and giving yourself a better situation in life, you're going to realize that it was just your situation that was bringing you down. You're going to realize that you just had, you know, your energy in your life was bad. You were wasting your time. And, you know, when you do waste your time, when you do do things that is meaningless, it upsets us. It upsets our brain because we, like, discourage ourselves. We humiliate ourselves. We, our, your brain literally just attacks you and makes you feel shit. And then most people, they don't resolve that by improving their situation. They resolve that by suicide. They resolve that by ending their life. And it's very disgusting to realise that. Yeah. And look, I'm not saying anything bad about that, but I think that that's the easy way out. You know what I mean? Like, see, like depression, right? If you feel bad, it's because your situation is bad, right? And then you could, like, it's the easy way out to be like, oh, but I'm depressed, so I can't do anything about it. That's the easy way out because then you don't have the accountability. Like, if you're like, all right, I feel shit, but it's probably because my life's shit. I've not done much work. I don't make much money. I don't eat clean. I drink tap water. I don't exercise. I don't meditate. I don't journal. I don't do any of this stuff. I live in a literal shithole. They can be like, oh, but I'm depressed, so it's fine. They don't say, maybe I should get myself out of here then, because it's hard. It's hard to get yourself out of there. So when you lose the, when you direct the responsibility and the accountability to something outside of yourself, then you can't be accountable for your own life. And that's the thing that a lot of people lack these days is accountability. Mm. They'll drop like litter and be like, oh, but they'll, they'll see litter, they'll be like, oh, it wasn't me, so I don't have to do anything about it. They won't be accountable for anything. They they think that everything is other people's faults. Like, if they if they do something bad, they'll always find a way to direct the accountability and the responsibility to someone else because they can't deal with it. And that's the thing about the depression. You know, Tate says depression isn't really got a lot of hate for that, but I believe that's true because I was depressed. Like when I was like fourteen, fifteen, doing all this bullshit, and then as soon as I started improving my life, doing better things, getting myself in a better place, bro, I'm happiest man alive right now you know what I mean like I like I love life now like and I and I, and I and it's all because I never and I thought I was depressed a chemical imbalance but like absolutely not like that is a fallacy it's been proven that that is not true chemical imbalance doesn't exist is because of your life there's obviously something missing your soul is missing something whether that be success children you know, working on something. The most, bro, the most, I'd, I think the best cure for depression is having a vision and working towards that vision. That's the best, bro, that's the cure for depression because when you're excited for the next day, bro, nothing can beat that feeling. Nothing. Exactly, bro. Because most people are dreading the next day. Most people, they're, they're, oh, I've got work tomorrow. Oh, I wish I didn't have to go to work. If you wish you didn't have to go to work, do something about it. Take absolute full responsibility in your position in life because most people they blame everything else they say oh it's not my fault oh, i was born like this oh it's not my fault it's my country's fault oh it's not like this uh, the food they're poisoning me blah, blah, blah. it's easy to just blame things it's easy to just blame things in life instead of taking absolute full accountability because you realize once you do take full accountability you you make the most progress because you're like okay Maybe it is my fault. Maybe it is my fault for eating that McDonald's. Maybe it is my fault that I just went on TikTok for half an hour. What do I do now? And then you reassess your position and you learn to not make that mistake again. You learn to change things. And then over time, once you keep taking full accountability, you make progress. That's, that's where progress is from, taking losses. 
view losses as a good thing because once you view losses as a learning experience that's what i believe taking an l is learning say you you know example me luca we filmed the podcast the other day the whole thing was on mute that was an l and i learned what i done wrong so now i will never make that mistake again so everything i believe that everything happens for a reason because if you you know you believe that it's not my fault it's not my fault everything take everything as a learning experience Everything does happen for a reason and everything does have a meaning in life. And the most people, they don't, they don't realize that. They don't realize and they just find the easy option just to blame depression, just to blame something else. They blame the reason why they're upset on a mental health disorder in their brain when realistically it's just their position in life is ass. You know, do you see people who have a very good purpose? You know, they're enjoying life. They have an amazing family. They have great friends. Are they depressed? No, they're not. They're fucking bowing and they're happy with their life. Mm. Yeah, and the thing is, a lot of people are like, oh, but millionaires kill themselves. It's like, but the millionaire was living an empty life. The millionaire was fucking hoes all day. He has no real friends. All his friends are using him for money. The press are constantly at him. That's not a good way to live. I think being famous is in the in the in the Hollywood like movie star way I think that is the worst existence ever because like no one actually likes you for you they like you because it's cool to like you like that's why YouTube is good because you are liked for the things that you say the opinions that you have and the way that you help people but these celebrities no one actually likes them for them it's like I remember actually uh, when I was like 13 when I was just a degenerate I watched this show called Bojack Horseman you might know it and it's yeah. just about he's like a millionaire but like he just hates his life because everything's empty the, his whole life is empty he has no fulfillment and that's the one thing that I think about these like you know all this like you know like on Instagram like get rich watches Lambos cash none of that will make you happy it's the things that you can do with the cash that will make you happy like being being attracted to these like oh i'm gonna escape the matrix i'm gonna buy a lambo you're still in the matrix you're actually more in the matrix because you're paying you're bro like all you're doing now is you're in a different matrix because you could be in the matrix of oh i spend money at the shop spend money i work a job spend money at tesco spend money at sainsbury's and now you're like i've got a business now i spend money at lambo spend money at fendi i spend money at Versace, you're still a consumer, you're still in the matrix, but you've just, yeah, you're in a better matrix, but I think that you're still in that matrix consumer mindset, and that's what I think the matrix is, I think the matrix is consumerism, just mm. not, you know, just consuming, wanting to be in this false reality, because what the matrix is, is it's a false reality, so consuming brands, Instagram, YouTube, videos, movies, festivals, um, shows and yeah these things can be fun but when you distract yourself with them that's when it's not fun when you when you can be like alright occasionally I'm gonna you know I'm gonna go to a show with my mates or with my girl you know that's not bad but if you're doing it every single week and you're using it as a crutch for your shitty life then it's not good that's what a lot of people do they use they use the club drinking they use it as a clutch because they hate their lives i know so many people my age who are like i asked them like what are you up to these days they're like oh mate i hate my job it's so shit 
but you know it is what it is and I'm like alright and then they just talk about yeah and I done like they do the drugs and that and then like I can see that the reason that they're doing these drugs is because they're unfulfilled in life because you wouldn't be doing them if you weren't fulfilled like if you were fulfilled you wouldn't feel the need to distract yourself in this way I don't go to the club now because why would I go to the club I'd much rather work on my vision I'd much rather do the things that I'm doing now it's more fulfilling it's more fun it's not empty the club is empty just like you know just like the the millionaire lifestyle the club is empty as well and yeah when you just fill your life with purpose that is the cure to depression filling your life with purpose but obviously you know the the people at the top won't tell you that your doctor won't tell you that because it's much more profitable to give you a pill and keep you coming back for those pills instead of giving you the real solution because the thing is with all these um you know medicines they don't actually fix the core issue every issue that you have in your life based like depression cancer even cancer like you got cancer because you ate gmos you got cancer because you're breathing in this toxic air um you're you've got your phone in your pocket right next to your balls that's why bro you get cancer because of these modern things and then they, they don't say, oh, you, you know, you need to start eating organic food, you need to start eating healthy. They're like, all right, let's just blast you with chemo. Oh, you've got depression. Let's not, you know, help you get into a better stage in life. Let's just give you these pills. They'll make you feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, it just masks the the cause. You need to, you need to, it masks, masks the effect. You need to look at the cause. The cause is because you're in a shit position in life. So the effect is you got depression. It's not... I got depression. You don't just get depression. You get depression because you're unfulfilled in life and you don't have a purpose. So, yeah, this is the thing. When you get, you know, like these illnesses, these things like this, it happened for a reason. It happened because something is wrong in your life and you need to come up with a natural solution for it, not just cope. The easy way out, take a pill. It's the easy, it's the easy way. So you gotta, you know, think, how am I gonna take this matter into my own hands? And that is improving your life. Yeah, I completely get you. Because, like, just as you said earlier, with your friend, they said it, it is what it is. When you have that mindset of just, you know, allowing bad things to happen, to, like, to cope with things. When you just cope, keep coping with things, you know, people can just push you that little extra bit more. You can just take a little bit more or less. And that's why you shouldn't be taking shit in your life. You should own up and take action. You shouldn't, like, allow, you know people to put you in a shit circumstances because once you allow that they can push further they can hurt you more and put you in a worse position and it's just like you know it is what it is why are you allowing it to be like that why do you not push for perfection why don't you master your skill why do you just say it is what it is it's because they've been brought up to think that they're average in school bro you're like in school right you're put in this classroom sat beside everyone else doing the same things as everyone else you're taught to think that you're the same as everyone else and you're average that's what the whole the system's from and then like the your parents tell you like my parents were like oh you shouldn't try that business you should just get a degree you get a good job the, the business is too risky why why are you trying that bro being average is the worst fate ever i'd rather be broke than average i'd rather be homeless than average because being average is just selling your soul for comfort because yeah it's easy you know what I mean being average is easy being average is nice it's comfortable but 
if you're really striving for the success, then you need to understand that being average is not okay. And you've been brought up to be average. You've been conditioned to be average. You've been conditioned to think that you're average. You've been conditioned to not think that you're special. Bro, everyone is special. They've just not unlocked that part of their brain. They've not realized that they're special. Everyone has their own specific skills, their specific ideas, their specific traits. Bro, everyone could, everyone could be a millionaire. Anyone could be a millionaire. The thing is, it's just the beliefs. They don't believe that they could become a millionaire because they think they're average. They think that there's nothing that they can do to provide because they've not thought enough. They've not understood what they're good at. They've not understood what they enjoy. They've not understood any of this stuff because they're constantly distracting themselves. They don't give themselves enough time to think what they want to do with their life because they're just distracting themselves with all this noise. Yeah, definitely, bro. Completely understand that because, like, just... Average is one of the worst things you've been in life. You're going to be more happy as a person. If you're, you know, you're homeless in the streets, but you have a mission. You have a mission. You have that goal. You're waking up the next day ready to work for it. You're going to be more fulfilled as a homeless man working on something rather than, you know, some average guy working a nine to five job that he hates. You're going to, you're going to be more happy in that, like, worst situation. But you have that, if you have that mindset, oh yeah, give me, give me one year, I'll, completely do a 180 you're going to be better like in that situation and average is like it's something that is just like in drill to you as like as a human being because in the modern world you just you just realize that you just get fed this lie that you're not you're nothing special and most of the time you know when you do have that special idea you're told to be quiet you're told to, you're silenced you're told to no 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 don't speak in class no 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 you can't do that no 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 you can't do that everyone just says no Mm, yeah and like on a test you get the right answer but you didn't do it in the way that they wanted you to do it so you get it wrong I remember bro in maths like in back in school like not just maths but a lot of things like I would give them the correct answer but the like because I didn't get the answer from the specific way that they wanted me to get the answer I was wrong like what like I got the right answer like why does that matter you know what I mean it's like they want you to do the same things as everyone else because when everyone realizes they are special, then they be like, okay, I'm not gonna degrade myself to this shitty job. That's the thing, again, if you teach everyone that they're average, that there's nothing special about them, then again, the morality is gone because they are like, okay, nothing's good about me. Why would I even have morals? Because I'm worthless anyway. Yeah, that's like another thing where you just like strip for your morals. And that's why religion is such a beautiful thing because it gives people hope and it gives people like the feeling inside that they can achieve it and you know realistically you can if you genuinely believe in yourself if you engrave it you go to sleep every night you read a piece of paper on your wall you wake up every morning to a piece of paper on your wall saying I'm going to become rich if you engrave it in your mind you repeatedly say it in the morning you feel I'm going to be loving it now it's going to happen if you just have that ability to think but most people they don't most people they know they think oh yeah no, I will become rich they speak to their friends no you joking? Uh -huh. Take the piss out of you. And then they're like, oh, they're right. I'm not going to become anything special. And they give up. It's just, yeah. it's just like that. It's funny because the exact same thing happened to me. You know, I'd be like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. They'd laugh at you. And I'd be like, just watch this. And if I gave up, then I would be in college right now doing a shitty, you know, degree that I hated. Going to, and then I'd, I'd end up going to a job I hated, getting shit pay. Bruv, I, like... 
and then I just like I was like okay I'm just going to do it like why would I listen to you like I know I'm going to do it I have faith and belief in myself that's the thing you need to have belief in yourself a lot of people lack belief and like I said it's because they think they're average but everyone's special you should have belief in yourself everyone has something to provide everyone can become a millionaire everyone everyone has something to provide everyone you can it doesn't matter what bro these twitch streamers are just sitting playing video games getting paid like a million like millions a month like bro like you can if you really put your mind to something you can achieve it and just believe it like bro i remember when i was first starting it i had like little um cards like little you know flashcards around my house like i make 5k a month i have my dream body it's not even like i will like i have it because see when you like tell your subconscious mind you already have it your subconscious mind starts to act as if you already have it and then you start to act in accordance to that belief so i start to act like a person who makes 5k a month and because i'm acting like a person who makes 5k a month i make 5k a month and it was six months since i wrote that and now i'm doing more than 5k a month and i remember my parents would look at it and laugh at me they'd be like 5k a month <laughs> you make 5k a month and i'd be like yeah and then, and then now it's happening so you know i mean just never ever ever lose faith in yourself never never bro never that's definitely a very important thing as well because say you act like a millionaire say you say you trick yourself into believing you are a millionaire you're going to start acting like them you're going to spend more money you're going to spend more money and then that's going to force you to actually become one to make more money and it's just like that you know you start doing the things you know you believe that you are you know a you have millions of subscribers on YouTube. You're gonna start doing the things that people with millions of subscribers do. You know, you're gonna start improving your content of video. You're gonna start, you know, walking around like everyone knows you. And then over time, since you've know you've manifested, you've meditated over it, it's gonna happen. And that's like a very, very like interesting thing that the brain does. Once you know you trick yourself into believing something, it majority of the time does happen. And that's especially if you like input that level of like skill. You're most likely going to receive the output. Mm. Yeah, we were talking about this before the the experiment, the gateway experiment. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, it's literally proven that manifestation exists. A lot of people laugh at manifestation. It sounds like you know hippy dippy, but bro, manifestation exists. The CIA have done extensive research on it, and they have literally proved it. Look up the gateway, the gateway trial, the gateway experiment. The, the gateway, like. The Gateway Experiment. Just look up the Gateway Experiment, read it. It's quite long. Read it, um, and then f after that, like the CIA are literally admitting that it's true. Like you, like bro. Like the thing is about um, like all this manifestation and stuff. It has a bad rep because there's so many like little feminine people who are like manifestation, manifest this, and then they, like it's like manifest this, and then they don't do the work. It's like I make a hundred grand a month, and then they don't do any work for it. Yeah, manifestation is real, but you need to work. Like, you need to, you're not just going to be like, I am a millionaire and just become a millionaire. Like, I didn't say I'm going to make 5k a month and just make 5k a month. Like, I made it because I Working believed it and put in the work in accordance to that belief. So, yeah, my manifestation is real. Uh, every, like, for 10 minutes every morning, I sit and I look at my journal. I've got these manifestation things that I say to myself every day I say them to myself and uh, visualization this is a good one as well success visualization so visualize yourself 
in every single day just you know doing the thing so let's say like at the start of the day you wake up visualize yourself going down and smashing work visualize yourself three hours later going I'm proud of myself for that work I've done I'm actually really proud of myself visualize yourself going to the gym smashing a workout and then visualize yourself going networking with people visualize the most successful day possible visualize that every morning and then make it a reality yeah it's definitely an interesting concept and it's something now if you do not know nothing about it, if you've never meditated before if you've never done these like spiritual activities it's definitely something i recommend like looking into because it can also be like very meaningful mm, but, but yeah the thing is though when especially in the uk you're like why would i do that that's, that's cringe you know what i mean it's right, like yeah, that's, that's cringe that's like me when my mates found out i meditated oh my oh <laughs> 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 like the thing yeah like the thing is right they will slag you like so badly with meditation and that just don't tell them like yeah, and if they find out who cares you know what I mean just be like I'm gonna become a millionaire and you're not so shut your mouth yeah bro just just like just don't really tell your friends anything if no if they are the people who will you know take the piss at you whereas if you have people you know who do the same things as you feel free to speak about these things because it can also be very valuable Absolutely. to like speak to people about these things mm-hmm. it also increases your confidence if you do just tell people if you're like I'm going to tell people I don't give a fuck. That's going to increase your confidence because people are going to shoot you down, but you then you're going to build this mentality where you're like, all right, I don't care what you think. Like, I actually, like, that was actually quite important to me looking back on that because I built the mentality of, okay, I don't care what you think. And now I just don't care whatsoever what people think because a lot of people are born not caring what people think, but a lot of people, you have to kind of, you know, ingrain it into your mind first and it takes... A little bit of a while to like to get confident in yourself because sometimes you're like oh but what if they're right you got to just develop the belief that your intuition is correct in every way god has a plan for you just work hard be purposeful go to the gym work on your business make good relationships and god will reward you definitely man but no that is i think it's a very good place to leave this and it's been a very very good episode guys uh leo have you got anything else to finish off on anything else you want to say work hard there is no competition you can become a millionaire in five years if you put your mind to it even less there's no competition your competition is sitting eating a bar of dairy milk scrolling on tiktok and just like sending streaks on snapchat there is no competition work bro streaks on snapchat man <laughs> <laughs> yeah because no, we were watching we were, we were walking the other day and we're like bro these these guys are a competition like we were we were going into a shop to buy this and there's like these video games on the shelf and they're like oh skyrim <laughs> bro this is something i do all the time now like we're just walking and we just see someone our age and we're like that's our competition that's our competition and it's like it'll be like some like guy like eating a fucking bar of dairy milk just like skinny as fuck just looking like he has no clue <laughs> and we're just like that's our competition and then we see some like fat guy our age and we're like that's our competition and then we just see like yeah. like in the in CEX you guys if you're from the UK you know what the average CEX customer is like, like. <laughs> we're just like that's our competition <laughs> yeah bro but yeah. like not, not in like a like a oh, fuck you way oh no absolutely not we're just saying like not like a disrespectful way just like that this is who we're competing against yeah. and it's like it's actually quite like funny that they're on this level and we're up here, up here. especially our age yeah. but that's not like 
completely an egotistical like, thing to say, but yeah. we're yeah, we're, like you just need to take like we're just telling the truth. Like there is no competition out of rage. There is no competition. If you want to start business, do it. I literally was like, oh, reselling. What if there's like really a lot of people? Bro, I've dominated Edinburgh. I literally own Edinburgh now. Like, like is easy if you just put the work if, if you put three hours of deep work in every single day you're gonna make it if you bro you wake up spend an hour and a half just like meditate get a cold shower go outside do some push-ups i've got a punch bag i punch my punching bag for like 10 minutes get up do some visualizations um you know manifestation mm-hmm. sit go over what you're gonna do and then three hours of deep work every single day don't miss one day even if you miss one day bro it's fine but don't let that spiral mm. do it and you're gonna make it you're you, bro like three hours of deep work like people don't even see we see a lot of people who work like eight hour jobs they only produce one hour of deep work because they're distracted the entire time they don't care about the job so they're trying to minimize the amount of work that they do so if you just do even two hours of deep work every single day at one thing you choose one thing to two hours of deep work every single day you're gonna yeah definitely guys but no it's been great to have you on the podcast Leo pleasure you'll definitely be back on in, in no time yeah I'd love that I'd love that but yeah good luck on your personal brand I'll leave a link to his Instagram description you got a YouTube channel? Uh, yeah I've only got a couple of uploads though but soon, right soon coming out I'll, I'll add them in the description it's been a pleasure to have you on board if you not if not already bro it's been great haven't you if not already next gen life changing i met i met this guy through next gen and he's literally in my house filming a podcast with me a month later i didn't know this guy i didn't know you a month ago and it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy how time flies like that like yeah. online connections are the future and if you're not in next gen you're missing out so i'll leave the link in the description description below Make sure you get yourself on board and you can end up like Leo on the podcast. Start your personal brand and fucking dominating life. But other than that, it's been a great, it's been a pleasure. Hope you guys have found some value from this, which I'm sure you have. We've gone to some good topics. But other than that, I'll see you all in the next one. See you later, boys. Let's go. <laughs>